This is the Unearthing Art Podcast with Michelle Luminato and Beck Lee, where we dig into the messy reality of making art that matters, raw and real conversations about being an artist, navigating the creative process, and expressing our honest and sometimes weird selves. So I think a fun topic to talk about today would be confidence. And Beck, I remember laying in my bed one morning and I was thinking if I could just buy some confidence, if I could just buy it at the store so that I could have it, I would just be in a good position and everything would be great. I imagine it would come in one of those really beautiful crystal like a a genie bottle it would have a crystal stopper and when you pulled the stopper out it would trickle out glistening glittery magical fountain of youth type stuff like confidence what we would pay to buy a a little bottle of confidence that didn't work out I couldn't go to the store it up on Amazon. It wasn't available on Prime Delivery. Wasn't available. What can I do instead? So I had to build that muscle up on my own. And what stage, when do you feel that was the strongest desire? Um, I think definitely earlier in my painting process when I decided, okay, I love painting. I want to start painting. I started doing larger paintings and I was jumping in the deep end before I had found my voice, before I had found any technical skills beyond what I had learned in art school. But it was really that I just didn't know who I was. And at that point, um, it really was kind of a turning point of figuring out how do I build confidence? How do I find my way through this? Because when you look at people who are great painters, they're usually confident painters. They're confident in their work. They're confident in who they are. That's interesting because I just wonder how true true that is. Yeah. Do they appear confident? We look at someone who's doing amazing work and we think, wow, if, if you are capable of creating that kind of work, then you must go into the studio every morning just filled with, again, the light of this glittering, wonderful thing called confidence and think, I create amazing stuff. Let me start. Let me dive into my work. And then I'm thinking, "Mm, is that really what it looks like inside their studio? No, it's true. It's not not at all. But I think that's the perception that Mm -hmm. they must be confident. Mm -hmm. But I think backtracking, what I was looking for was to believe in my work. What I was looking for was to believe in what I was doing. For me, I just didn't believe in what I was doing. I didn't have this connection to it. It's like that thing of an artist singing a song. I always go back to musicians as an an analogy, but you have to believe them when they're singing these songs, especially if it's about heartache and all that stuff. Like you have to believe them to really get it. Uh, Yeah, so is it feeling like you're an imposter or or feeling like what you were feeling on the inside didn't match up with what you wanted to create? on the outside, maybe? Yeah, I think so. One of the things that I did figure out along the way was to build confidence, like a muscle. Mm -hmm. You slowly build up confidence, and there's small things that add up to big things, and it isn't something that you get all at once. It's just this process of uncovering things that um, allow you to discover yourself enough where you're like, oh yeah, there I am. And then maybe Mm. technical skills you improve along the way. And a lot of times they don't work, but a lot of times you find things that you're like, oh yeah, that I can do that. 
And so it's a bit of, I think, reminding yourself who you are along the way. At least that was for me. Yeah, so it seems like there's two, at least two, I'm going to say. I, I, my mind's going, once again, in a hundred different directions. Um, but let's let's start unpicking this <laughs> mass of things, which is can be tied up in the idea of confidence. I think that the word confidence is a handy kind of bookmark that we use that comes really easily. So when you're an artist and you're having difficulty with something, you say, oh, if I just had the confidence to do this thing, if I just had some confidence, everything, like you said earlier, everything, everything would, would be, be easier. It would, it's all I need. It's the only missing piece. But actually, I think there are a bunch of different things that depending on the situation that we're talking about when we use that kind of placehold marker of the word confidence. So one of the things you talked about there was confidence in doing the thing, as in showing up in the studio to try different things. What does confidence mean in that context? You were saying if we keep showing up in small ways, Mm -hmm. then our confidence increases. So I guess in that context, it's about experimentation. It's about having some trust that if you try things that you don't necessarily know already that feel uncomfortable or that you feel like you're possibly going to stuff up, yeah. that trusting in yourself or trusting in the process that you can keep showing up and there will always be some kind of outcome from it, that it's not wasted time. Or- yeah, yeah. And I think when we make mistakes as artists, especially when you're new and we make mistakes, and we're like, oh, that didn't work. I don't know what I'm doing. And it's thinking that, oh, I shouldn't be making these mistakes. A good painter doesn't make mistakes. But as you find out, actually, the mistakes are part of the process and getting comfortable with those mistakes and pulling the gold from those mistakes. I think now we're really getting into it because... This goes back to what you were just saying about seeing other artists that are doing great things and thinking, oh, they're really confident. So it's potentially skewed perception that those great artists going to the studio, knowing what they want to create, or if not knowing exactly what they're going to create, entirely sure of themselves, of the process they're going to go through and that there's going to be a great outcome. So we think they're confident they know that there's going to be a great outcome. I don't feel that same sense of surety. I don't feel that same sense of certainty that this is the steps I'm going to take and this is going to be the outcome. So therefore, I must be lacking in this magical thing called confidence. But it's all a sham. Complete sham. Complete sham. And I think that what's amazing is if you look at some artists who put out a lot of work, I'm sure Picasso and all his thousands of things that he's had out in the world he put it out there whether it was good or not he just confidently made it whether it worked or not so I think there's a bit of a difference of confidently making things like it's part of the process doesn't mean it's the best work not always but can it lead to something else that might give you something better maybe but to show up and make things no matter what the outcome is, I think is the part that I was missing in the beginning and being comfortable with 
what was my output and what was coming out of me. And the other part is I think a lot of times we're afraid of what's inside of us isn't a worthy thing for the world to see. And so mm-hmm. we're unsure of what if people don't like this and all of that stuff that goes with that questioning and self-doubt that leads to lack of confidence. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's the other side of the coin. It's amazing how much showing up can make a difference and also how difficult that is to do when other people tell you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Because you have to make mistakes. And here's the other thing that weaves into another tangent we could go off on another time but when when people say to me look I don't want to waste any time in the studio I need to be productive I just can't waste time I can't make mistakes and it's it's not actually possible to go into the studio and and do that I think that showing up and making those mistakes is highly productive and Mm. a confidence builder along the way because you figure out who you are what you like what things work for you what they don't work but that confidence thing doesn't look like what you think it should look like it doesn't come all at once out of the magic bottle because every session it might be five minutes that you show up you're proving to yourself that you can do it that doing it without knowing the outcome it doesn't kill you yes (laughs) yes it's and if you keep doing it enough some days what is at the end of that process might seem wonderful and something that you've learned something from or other days it might feel like it was a complete waste of time but I think what you learn is that just by doing it you build trust in yourself to to keep going if that makes sense because the alternative is and this probably goes into more of a broader topic of when we're avoiding all sorts of things in life and procrastinating about stuff that we feel scared about is that If you get to the end of the day and you've spent the day telling yourself you're not confident enough to get in and do a thing, and so you haven't even started that, you just feel much worse. Yes, yes, (laughs) exactly. if you can show yourself that you're going to show up anyway, then, I don't know, maybe after a certain amount of time, confidence becomes a non-issue. I guess in one way, you might say, well, at that point, I have the confidence to show up. Or maybe at that point, you just don't care anymore. Uh, yeah, and you don't you don't let those things that would have stopped you before stop you the way they do earlier in the mm. painting process. At least for me, like I find that I'm doing more technically difficult things, which um, you know previously in years would have completely stumped me and stopped me. But now I just go in and tackle it. Just start, almost as though you focus on different things maybe you start focusing on the right things so if you feel like a lack of confidence is holding you back you might instead question can I be more specific about what that actually is is what's holding me back a fear what other people are going to say about me is it a fear of the kind of work that I'm going to produce that it's going to be crappy Um, and then actually address those things and go through the process of like well everyone makes crappy everyone makes crappy from Picasso down everyone's making everybody's making crappy work it's part of the process but really getting specific is helpful because then you can look at why you're feeling that way and 
It could be that maybe you're not connected enough to your work, which is definitely something that I didn't feel as connected to my work earlier on. Um, and mm. if it's technical skills, those things can be learned through practice. And so that's the other part of confidence that I think happens through showing up regularly is that we build confidence by the practice of being an artist. And so if you think about what does an artist do, they practice showing up, they practice new skills and improving their techniques and and questioning things. I don't even think about confidence anymore. It's been one of those non-issues, but I can remember back, you know, in the day where I'm like, can I just buy it? And I know we've talked about this in the past, Beck, where we've had success in other areas of our life and we feel confident in those areas. And then when we start something new, for me in painting, because I hadn't really delve into the painting as a practice, I was just completely unconfident in that area the way I had felt for years. And so Mm. that was a bit deflating, I think. When you brought this up as a topic, for me, the memory I have of when I was feeling least confident is actually years back now, around 2009, when I left my corporate type job for the first time and that's the job that I'd gone into from university so that's everything that I'd known from becoming a young adult in the workforce that structure and I decided to go out on my own and start this business and be a freelance copywriter and I had a business mentor who I was meeting and I have this distinct memory of a conversation where I was saying to him that I wish I could just trust the process. I wish I could just trust the process because we had a plan. I had a plan. I had, you know, done some courses. I was at the very beginning of understanding about attracting clients and building an audience and all of that stuff that you get into when you're running your own business. But of course, I was clearly terrified. (laughs) Clearly, that was what was going on. And what I was expressing to him was, oh, if I could just trust that this process, then everything would be all right. I would do the steps and and it's all going to work out. But what I was asking for in that moment without realizing it is some sort of guarantee (laughs) that if I just did one, two, three, I was going to have a successful business. And I think that the reality is, there's always a risk that it won't turn out. Yes. But that can seem a bit crushing to someone who's at that stage to have someone else come along and go, hey, hey, kid. Sorry. Wake up to the (laughs) fact that the guarantees don't exist. The flip side, there's always got to be a flip side, is tied up in this idea that there is one perfect path and one Mm -hmm. version of success. So we want to guarantee that we are on the right path that we've made the right decisions. The good news is there actually is no right decisions. Yes. There are a bunch of decisions and a bunch of different paths and all we need to do is keep moving along it and whatever path we're on is is our path. If we keep showing up, keep making those choices, will lead us to more learning, more understanding, hopefully better decisions. I think that's where I go back to know thyself, align with yourself, and then start doing those things that allow you to show up as yourself, you know? And when we show up as ourself, we can build more confidence. For myself, 
when I came to pursue painting and now we're fast forwarding 10 years that sense of desiring guarantees or that kind of desperate need for confidence has not been such an issue for me and <laughs> I I think tied up in this is something to do with reaching a certain time in your life when you just don't give a f*** anymore. <laughs> yes. Party mouth back. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. It's true. I think there is a bit of a letting go, isn't it? Yeah. I'm going to do the thing that I want to do and I might not be good at it and it might not go in a particular path that other people think is the path of success. But damn it, it's my life and I get to make these decisions and I'm going to go ahead and do it anyway. And is that confidence at that point? I'm not sure it's the same as the thing we maybe wished that we had at the beginning. It's not that sense of, oh, everything's going to be perfect. Everything's going to be a success. Yeah. But it's the damn it, I'm going to do it anyway. And I think that's when we said earlier about when confidence kind of becomes a non-issue because at that point it becomes a commitment. You know, that's confidence it. is a commitment. It's completely, I'm so glad that you tied that word commitment in there because it really is around the commitment we give to ourselves because I think we've said in previous episodes, no one's coming to save us. It's not about the one-step, three-step process, the guarantees, none of that. It's about committing to ourself and what we care about so that when we go into our studio, into our life, into any area, really, that we can show up in the way that we say we want to be, you know? Because it's Mm. one thing to be like, yeah, I want to be an artist. I love that. And then to not be in the studio is incongruent with that and you can't really practice being an artist and and build up that confidence Uh, I will say though that I think sometimes it gets a little confusing because there are people and this is probably gonna go against the grain possibly deleted do it it. go against the grain (laughs) I feel like there's a lot of people who are confident in their self as a person and they will put out work and they may not have as many skills behind them, where some of us, like myself, may be an overthinker, and I like to dig a little bit deeper into that. Overthinkers Anonymous. (laughs) Put your hands up in the air. (laughs) We've got our hands up. That That is one thing we have in common. Yes. But I think that you can have tons of confidence and not be great at what you do. But you have to just decide how you want to show up. So for me to be confident, I I like to have some skin in the game, some skill in the game. I like to have a little bit of deeper understanding. So for me to do things that I'm not really attached to or that skilled at just doesn't feel in alignment with who I am. Mm. Does that make sense? It does. But what do you think when you see people maybe early in their career and they're showing work, they're putting work out there with a confidence about what they're doing. For me, when I see that, I think good on them that they're sharing the work because they're going to get better if they keep doing that because they are showing up. Yes. And you know what? Who's not going to get better? Me, if I'm not showing up. Totally. (laughs) Regardless of which stage we're at. Totally. And some people are able to share their work sooner and Mm. get through that and other people need to do it on their own in the studio 
behind closed doors. And I think it's just yeah. being aware of what what feels best for you in those moments. Mm. Um, mm. Because we all need to build that muscle of confidence in our own way. And so again, back to the, mm. there's no one way to do it. it. It's a very personal situation, but I agree. Like good for people who have the confidence to go out there and share their work right away. I did that in the beginning. I should say I shared it on Instagram. That was my sharing. And I remember being so lacking the confidence that I turned beet red for an hour after my first post. I kid you not. (laughs) That's how confident I was. I shared it and, and it was early on in the process. And I literally turned red to myself. I mean, so do you think looking back now, that was a positive part of your experience or do you think that was too early for me yeah I think that sometimes we do have to put ourselves in situations that sort of make us cross the line I kind of needed to do that even though it was definitely a painful process so at that time it didn't feel good at all not at all but um, it did push me down some paths that we've talked about where I, in the past, jumped in too soon to certain things. I was wondering if that was going to come up because if we have a lot of confidence but haven't had as much time to develop behind the scenes and we don't have that strong sense of who we are and what we want to create, then it can be that it's a way to get some quick validation. And so instead of an internal confidence we start to rely on an external validation and feedback, which can be a really dangerous path to go down because now you're depending on what someone else thinks and and responding accordingly. So now we're getting to a different version, a different facet of confidence. We're talking about feeling grounded in what is important to us, what are the outcomes that we're aiming for being grounded in our own values our own perception of quality such that we don't get too swayed by what other people might come in and and tell us about it yeah yeah so I think you're right there is that external validation of like you're on the right track you're on the right track but it can untether people it definitely untethered me I was Mm. progressing and progressing and then I was like do I even like what I'm doing like, I really mm-hmm. had to question myself. Each person has their own journey to, to make based on our experiences and our past. I don't regret that, but it was one of those, it looked good from the outside, but it was untethering on the inside. So I think there was external confidence, but not necessarily internal confidence. Once again, as as it does so many times in life, it seems like this comes back to kind of Mm self-awareness and taking the time to stop and check in with yourself. And I mean, this is my approach to things, so I don't know if this works for everyone, but to really slow down and question when we think, oh, I just need this one thing and that's going to change everything, I slow down and go, hmm let's be more specific about what I think. If I'm sitting here saying, oh, if only I had more confidence, then to actually dive into what would that look like? How would I behave differently if I had this magical Mm -hmm. thing? What would it look like if you had a camera in my studio? What's the difference between how I'm feeling now and back with confidence? Because once you start to get to that level, 
then you can say, well, I could probably take those actions. Once you actually describe what you think. Exactly. And it's not as far away from reach as we probably think, but Mm. it does take self-reflection. And I'm a big believer in this is a personal development journey of Mm. being aware completely. And the quicker we can be aware and stay in tune with that, I think the better, because then we can start again building that confidence from within instead of external um, validation. So that's why now when I make art, I really, what I put out in the world, I really want to love it myself as well. I don't wait for other people to say they love it necessarily, but it wasn't always like that. Definitely earlier on in the process, I didn't always like everything and wasn't sure. Now now I know myself enough to know like, yeah, I like that. And sometimes I still feel frustrated by paintings that I put out there, but I don't think, I'm not so hard on myself that I think it's a disaster. It's just one of those things I look at a painting and go, okay, next time what I would do differently is this. Mm. And that's a bit of building that confidence to go in the direction that I want to go into for the future. Mm. You've mentioned in previous episodes, when you get to a stage, and I've totally been in this stage, which can feel really undermining where you have a lot of what feel like unresolved paintings. You have a lot of Mm -hmm. work where it gets to a certain stage and you feel like it's not done, it's not good enough, but you don't know what to do next. And that can really undermine your confidence or your will to keep showing up and doing the work because it feels a bit pointless. It feels like you don't know what you don't know. So you're kind of lost at that point. I think that I always come back to one of the things about I talk about is about feeling lost. To me, that's a big indicator that, that something's going on. But I always think of when you say that, what makes me think of is, does it have that feeling that I want? You know, mm. in the painting in particular, if I can always go back to, does it have the feeling I want? And if it doesn't have the feeling I want, what would give me the solution? That kind of helps because sometimes you make these things and you're like, that's a pile of crap. If I was going to try and summarize it, because it's a very slippery idea, but I think if you're getting to a point where you're getting stuck and it feels like, I just don't know what to do next. That's when we can start wanting to grab onto things like there must be some external quality that I'm missing. But it comes back to asking the right questions. And if you don't, if you reach a point where you don't have any more questions to ask, you're just looking at something and say, I don't, I don't know what to do next. You've got to find some movement. You're getting stuck. You've got to find movement. You've got to find a way to say, how do I move this? And questions like, what's the feeling that I'm going for? Opens up a pathway to start moving again we can never kind of come to a standstill and give up our own agency Mm -hmm. in progressing something we started the the episode talking about confidence and what are the constituent elements that (laughs) that I'm actually talking about for me we've talked about it's handling uncertainty Mm -hmm. compared when I started my business to now it's getting I'm still not great at it but it's getting better at handling the uncertainty absolutely that's inherent in a creative life it's two sides of the coin it's what makes it fun and amazing and it's also what makes it scary Mm -hmm. and I think early on in our career we feel like that uncertainty is going to go away I think 
And so exactly. that lack of confidence stems from that because you're like, oh, I'm still uncertain. And then you realize as you become you know, a painter for long, you're like, oh, that's just every day. All right. I don't need to be attached to that. Yeah, that is the process. And I think another facet of that is where our sense of identity is really tied up in how other people see us. Mm-hmm. So we have this strong need for some certainty and what we call confidence because actually we are really afraid and uncertain which is that ego yeah if I take these steps towards something that I want but hang on that's not how what other people have told me I should want Mm -hmm. or what I have wanted before so we're looking for some kind of permission (laughs) to be who we are yeah that's the other thing is that you know when in the world of painting, I think the, the challenge is, the great thing is there's no one right answer. But mm. the hard thing when you come into it is that there is no one right answer. And even learning that there is no one right answer is a process in itself. It's not something that we come out of school, certainly not, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, we're, set, we're really set up to think that in our early life that there is one right answer and yeah. it's usually what some adult is telling us. Art is definitely not like that. So we have to come up with defining our own values and defining our own measure of success. And hopefully that looks something like showing up because for whatever it is that moves you, that engages you, find that thing and give yourself the gift of continuing to show up for it. Only good things can flow from that. A feeling of confidence, a feeling of, do you know what I would call it now for myself, a feeling of kind of peacefulness in your yes, path. Yes, yes, I agree. It's like it is peace, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because to me, even the word confidence now, I mean, everyone has their own associations with words. For me, wanting confidence is tied to that kind of earlier version of myself who was so uncertain. Not to say that, as I said, <laughs> I'm not still heaps uncertain and heaps a mess, but it has a grasping quality to it. A bit desperate as well. A desperation, exactly. Yes. Whereas Whereas what I associate that feeling now is actually more of a relaxed sense of showing up for the path that I want to be on. Yeah. Whether or not that looks like confidence or success or anything else to anyone else. And I'm really inspired by, honestly, it's it's older women who get to a point in their life where they're just like, I'm going to be who I am. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm just going to enjoy my life because it's my life. I've got one of them. It's very short. Totally. And it is that thing of if we can just enjoy what we're doing and we're so connected to it that nothing else really matters because you're just showing up for that reason. It just, yeah, it, it'll, it makes you feel at peace. You're not desperate. You're finding joy, pockets of times that you're really connected to your creative process. I feel that all the way down to my bones, Michelle, honestly. I think that when we're wishing for that kind of external feeling, it really gives me the sensation of being an out-of-body experience. We're up in our heads. We're overthinking in a non-helpful way where we're worrying about stuff we're not down in the moment in the studio with our hands buried in paint because I think at that point in that moment it's just feeling like you're belonging yes 
you're having a great time. Being, I think otherwise it's, it's worrying about results and things in the future. We're not here and now. I, I don't think you can be in the here and now and be worrying about being confident. Exactly. Because there's just, there's it's, just being yeah. and doing and, and enjoying being an artist, being a human, yeah. all good stuff. Yeah. Thanks for joining us today. We would love to hear what you think about confidence. Is it essential for a successful artist or is it a complete sham? <laughs> What's it been like for you in your art journey? Come and tell us on Instagram at unearthingart. And as always, if you're looking for more about the show or anything we've mentioned, you'll find all that at unearthingart.com. Don't forget to subscribe in your favorite podcast app and we'll catch you next time. Mm-hmm.